Welcome to Armenian Women Empowerment. This is a podcast that will help you identify the negative and sexist rhetoric thrown your way and how to stand up for yourself in its wake. You will hear Jackie's personal story of how she survived an emotionally, familially, and financially abusive marriage and how to identify and prevent toxic family and professional relationships for yourself. It's not amut to be an Armenian woman in the diaspora. It's empowering. Let's switch this conversation up about us and take actionable steps towards uplifting, encouraging, and empowering ourselves each day. Hi, everybody. It's Jackie from Armenian Women Empowerment, and I'm excited because today is actually my very first real bona fide professional interview with a very good friend of mine, and hopefully you'll get to know her much better in this podcast. Uh, Lucina Yenovkyan is the founder and the owner of Handmade in Armenia. Handmade in Armenia is a platform where seekers of unique crafts can connect with talented Armenian artisans. A place like no other where artisans are given the opportunity to showcase their work on the international market. She provides the following services to artisans at absolutely no cost professional product photography, product showcase at Armenia at handmade in Armenia online shops, packaging and shipping, client communications, supply tools, and materials through our initiative program. We even assume responsibility for lost or damaged products. Our artisans set their own prices and discounts. They are in complete control of their sales. And her job is to showcase their work, facilitate the shipping, and communication between artisan and purchaser, ensuring an exquisite experience. All of her products are 100% handmade in Armenia by Armenian artisans currently living in Armenia. How cool is that? How much more made in Armenia can you get? products come with an authentication card in which it is confirmed that the authentication of the product is complete and uh, and they take full responsibility and pride for it. So visit www.handmadeinarmenia.net or find us on Etsy, Handmade in Armenia. Now get ready for a wonderful conversation with the owner of this business. Thank you for joining me, and I hope you're empowered by it as much as I was. Have a great day. Bye. Hello, Lucine. Hello, Jackie. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Oh, no problem, and thank you. I'm so excited to interview you today. I know we've talked a lot on the phone and I thought, you know, it's time to empower people with your story, with your so, so important story. I'm actually wearing a necklace that's made by your company, Armenia Handmade, and it Mm -hmm. is gorgeous. It really reminds me of the earthy feeling. It's got a lot of earthy colors here and, um, you know, it's made of different materials. It looks beautiful. It's golden and also colorful. I, I love it. Thanks for this gift, by the way. That, that's really nice. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And I'm so glad you like it. I was wondering about that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm so glad. I keep telling everybody about it. They're like, where did you get that? That's so unique. Oh, my goodness. You know, and I guess there's also nothing else to talk about during COVID, right? You know, when somebody has something new on, that's exciting, right? In a Zoom um, meeting or... <laughs> it's COVID. So, I know. We're stuck at I home. Know. I know. But you're doing... So, you know, this is the the best part is you were always at home. You didn't have to move anywhere. Your business, your business was always from home. So perfect for you, right? 
Most of the time, yes. But we used to do shows. You know, we used to go to bazaars, you know, by Armenian oh, churches. Oh, yes, yes. So, yes. Uh, so we're traveling around the, you know, country actually with Armenian collections, Armenian handmade Oh, collections. okay. So you really did do a lot of the trade show uh, environment. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay, good. Um, I, I didn't know that. So can you tell everybody how you got started? We, we were talking about, um, you know, how, how we both grew up in families that were very creative. But tell you know, because I think as Armenian women, we're just all creativity. That's what we do all day long. But tell me exactly how you got started um, in Armenia, you know, coming from Armenia and then arriving here at age 14. What what made you think about this business? I would say the first thing, uh, the first reason I started to think about this um, it was truly missing our homeland. Mm-hmm. Was truly mm-hmm. missing piece of me that I left in Armenia. Because I, I was 14, I was a big girl when I left my homeland and uh you know when you're 14 and you go somewhere you sort of don't i mean you understand what's happening but it's not necessarily your choice right um so a very fragile time of my of my life and so uh i decided to do this because i truly i was truly missing the feeling of that uh, comfort that I used to get when I was uh, receiving handmade gifts from my aunt, from my mom, uh, actually from my aunts, both of my aunts, uh, paternal and maternal side, very creative, very creative woman. Wow. How uh, cool is that? Yeah. I Did mean, you, tell us about the skirt. Which one made the skirt for you? <laughs> so, yes, the skirt, um, my skirt that has never been made for anyone else. Uh, my aunt from my mother's side, uh, who is also actually my manager, uh, one of the quality controls um, from village areas. So uh, she has a lot of artisans that work in villages. And so she organizes everything, picking up the product, sending it to you, to the clients. Oh, so, so she's uh, still she's working with you. Uh, yes, uh, she's working with me uh, because we decided that... Um, uh, we're going to also go into interior parts of Armenia, not only in Yerevan. So we have a manager who works, you know, uh, in Yerevan and around Yerevan. And we have uh, another person who, uh, which is my family member, my aunt, who works in village and uh, villages, just to be able to cover as many artisans as we can uh, into oh, this that's project. Great. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Uh, quality is important to you, I know. Um, right. Tell tell me a little bit about your uh, your quality control with your products. Right. Um, well, the quality control uh, is uh, very particular. You know, we what we are watching, what we're looking for is basically what kind of uh, materials they're using. And uh, and how are they using in terms of how the the strength, the mm-hmm. cleanness of you know the product, uh, and so on. And we're looking uh, what kind of a household it's coming from. You know, for example, uh, they have to do the work in a non-smoking area. They have to do the work see. at the yes. certain yeah at the certain uh, temperature, or they sure. have to do the work uh, away from the cats and dogs because some mm-hmm. people have allergies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now the COVID problem. So, uh, of course, uh, the managers they pick up if if it's something crocheted or you know, or knitted, they pick up the item and then they wash. There's certain uh, process of washing these things just to make sure. Lucina, do you have a studio there? Uh, we have a photography studio so yes Uh, but we also so we have photographers we have two photographers who you know one for Yerevan area city and one for villages so uh, what we do for artisans is this we will tell them be as creative as you can that's not controlled 
do whatever you go go as crazy mm-hmm. as you want mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. do truly unique work yeah That's like wild colors and different mediums and exactly sure, m- anything you things. like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right okay uh, what we're going to do, so what we do is we, this is the entire thing. We go to the artisan, so she calls and says, oh, I have a new piece ready. Then my manager goes to artisan, she picks up stuff, you know, the piece, takes it to the photographer, photographer takes the professional picture, sends it to mm-hmm. me, then I put it online. Now, and then, you know, and then she gives it back to the artisan. When it sells, she goes back. She picks it up and then sends it to the client. Now, all of this is happening with no cost to artisan. Okay. Okay. So this is the entire idea. When when I started this company, it was not to make money. It was truly to create opportunity for my homeland. Mm-hmm. For women. For women. You said 99% oh, yes. of your artisans yeah. are women. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and it happened to be exactly 99%. We have uh, about 65 artisans. We have only one man. <laughs> so, oh, wonderful. Um, well, that's fine. <laughs> that, there are plenty of opportunities for the men. We need you know, to focus on our women, for sure. You know, uh, I am glad. Um, I am actually glad that they get a chance to create, uh, be creative, create whatever they like, and also sort of create a meaningful income for for their homes for their family to take care of their family take care of their needs so this is nice I think um, people who are involved are very happy with what we do it's one of the most empowering things to be empowered financially as an Armenian woman right so this is a wonderful opportunity for your artisans to feel empowered and free and motivated Right. Motivation, you know, helps for creativity, empowerment and, and a financial, you know, fina- if you're OK financially, then you can allow yourself to get more creative because you can have more more supplies coming in. Absolutely. So absolutely. those things are important, even though we have a program, because as I said, it was not to make money, but it was to help. We have mm-hmm. program called um, Armenia Handmade Initiative Program. What we do is. We basically purchase supplies for artisans who have the talents to make stuff and start their own business with working with us. So oh, that's we can neat. right. So we, we give them opportunity to start. We sort of give that kickstart, you know. And um and I think that helped a lot of that helped quite a you know, quite a few women who who said, you know, we're having a hard time because our husbands mm-hmm. are not making enough. Or mm-hmm. I had a case mm-hmm. where, you know, the mother-in-law was completely forbidding her to use, you know, a penny more. Uh, and this was nice. It was nice to, you know, have the supplies for free and start something. So she was able to show her mother-in-law <clears throat> that, hey, look, I'm making money from this. And, right. you know, this is this is good for all of us. This is because exactly. I'm sure there's such, you know, there's such a stigma Um, Mm -hmm. that a woman shouldn't be supporting, you know, we have so many stereotypes still in Armenia that need, that need adjustment and need to be lifted from our repertoire, you know, where it's just the man that's going to make the money or um, you've got a lot of stories. I should, I should just let you tell, (laughs) uh, tell some of the stories of how, you know, how your artisans became empowered by by you. I mean, just giving this, not just giving them this opportunity, but by you helping them literally in their house from 7,000 miles away, right? 700, how, how, how far are we? (laughs) I don't know the other end, but um, (laughs) I I don't want to take credit uh, about some things, you know, Um, I I mean, those, this empowerment or, you know, the strength, I like to call it, comes within I think um, and then uh, you know this woman are truly heroes I I have never I admire them and they are truly inspiration for me they go through so much that you would think really how can you survive mm-hmm. this and thrive in this 
and yet stand strong and just move on just go, just sort of you know go forward without looking back there are you know my artisans i i'm actually lucky because i have very you know at a, a very good relationship with them at the personal level and they tell me stories actually that i'm thinking wow if it was happening to me i would probably <laughs> hide under the bed and wow and then yeah, just yeah. you know they're True strong stories of inspiration because of their strength can yes. you tell us share share with us what are some of the struggles our armenian women go through you know um you know jackie i was very young when i came here from armenia so i cannot uh, tell you exactly uh, stereotypes that you know going on there but one of the things that has been always bothered me since i was a kid honestly and but that's mm-hmm. because maybe i'm a girl myself is the idea that uh, there is so much excitement when you have a boy versus girl or mm-hmm. it does that make sense mm-hmm. to me i have Absolutely. three I have three goals. All of them are blessings to me. I cannot imagine my life without them whatsoever. And that always sort of bothered me. Uh, you know, I I have to be honest with you. I'm coming from a family that uh, they cherished me, you know, as mm-hmm. a girl. Mm-hmm. My my uncle. But that's not father, common. But, you, you know, but that's not common. So, you might have had a unique family. Uh, I might have had right? a unique family. Yeah. Uh, it might be, you know, and as I said, I'm not, I don't live in there to understand as a woman what's going mm-hmm. on. But there's that thing that always bothered me where if it's a girl, you know, uh, I don't know, if it's a boy, oh my goodness, it's the end of the world. So, I mean, it's... It's, it's, it's uh, Armenian families yeah. all over the world. I mean, I still remember when my dad used to say, because there's we have three sisters in right. my family, me and my two sisters, and one brother. And my dad used to say, when my brother went off to college, mm-hmm. um, and it was just the three of us and my mom, my dad used to say, hetmanatsi. <laughs> you know, and it wasn't a positive thing. And I'm like, you know, really? <laughs> is And here we are in America and he's saying that. So believe me, I understand this is something we need to lose as as um, we, we need to lose that old world mentality that a boy is the only useful person and in, born into an Armenian family. You know, it's- well, I think, uh, you know, <clears throat> I think it would be nice to, you know, sort of understand that every child is a blessing. In, in, in all the yes. families, you yes. know, and every Absolutely. child is important. And yeah. I think um, I also know where is this coming from? You know, I think it's it's from our uh, heartbreaking history where we constantly are in wars, losing men, and, you know, they become sort of precious. <laughs> like for right now, now, you know, for instance, right. now we lost so many young men. Lots. And then, of course, yes. exactly. And of course, they will be a little pre- more precious, for example, mm-hmm. you know, for for the society overall. But I think we should not lose the sight that, um, you know, men and are sort of necessary factors of any society and uh, we should be we should be celebrating regardless and I I actually that was one of the most traumatized years of working with artisan where one of my artisans believe it or not uh, was pregnant with a girl and uh, and uh, her husband and her mother-in-law, they were simply not happy. And guilty. And, you know, that to me, that she got very sick, actually. Um, and then and then doctor, and this is blows my mind in a lot of ways. The doctor is encouraging uh, abortion. Oh my goodness! Wow. So I talked to her, and she was having she was having nervous breakdown. And I talked to her, and and I said, 
you know, I mean, if you need to sort of have, if you need to have like a space to yourself for a second to calm yourself down or anything, I'm willing to get you a little, you know, apartment for you to, you know, take that space and also, you know, for and that how important you are to them. Wow. And she took an offer and she stayed for, an, you know, in in an apartment for about a month and a half, I think. And then her husband came, apologized, and that's it. They're back. And then they have a beautiful baby. Wow. And then he tells her and said, how can I ever imagine living without her? I don't know, it, because it, you're under influence. <laughs> you, you, actually, you actually helped her have just a little space and time, right. all of them, for them to think about what they were What's doing. Going- how exactly. detrimental their 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 behavior was and could have been my goodness like i mean i remember the first few months of my pregnancy and i couldn't imagine anything like that happening you're already going through so much you know your body's starting to change exactly in morning sickness and then what then you're told that okay no that's not <laughs> that's just right not and cool and this is something i love uh i love our culture Please mis- don't misunderstand me. I love the fact that we are coming from, you know, we're, we're Christians. We have amazing values. We have a story of, you know, 7,000 year story yes, history. Yes. And, you know, it sort of is in our uh, genetics, all this, you know, amazing stuff. But I think that's the first thing that all of us need to work on to, to understand yeah. that it's literally a blessing to have a child from God because there are so many women who would, who would, you know, do, who would do anything to have one child, any, any yes. sex. Oh yeah, absolutely. My, my sister-in-law had that experience where she would just have been happy if someone dropped a baby into her lap exactly. because she could not have a child for the life of her. And so, yeah. So how disempowering is that? Some of our culture just needs to be lost. I don't think we're at all saying that we don't love our culture. We absolutely do. And that's why I think that what you're doing with this business, Armenia Handmade, is really providing such an empowering tool to Armenian women who can bring it back to their families and become uh, more successful and prosperous and happy, really. I mean... That's what we want. We want happy, stable families. We want them to feel comfortable knowing that, you know, the wife that they're married to, they they can, uh, you know, they can make something out of, you know, they, they can help out. For example, the most, let's say the basic way, they can help. They really can help. And they do. Armenian women are one of the most resourceful type of woman that I ever saw in my life and I'm over 30 um I so think we those, are I think you're right so the, <laughs> I'm not the, gonna ex- argue with you at all I won't no, argue with you extremely there. resourceful people we are they talented. can make things out of rocks you know they can mm-hmm. I, I mean mm-hmm. they're really amazing and about this you know about not wanting a girl or wanting boys so much and that's not our culture either I do not think it came from, if you really go back, you know, to our roots, to our Christianity, to our, you know, what we're coming from, it's not in our culture. It's more like of a condition from the circumstances, which we need to work on. Absolutely. Look at how close we are to our, you know, we, I I think we picked up a lot of these um, backwards and old world ways from our enemy, Really. I mean, the Turkish nation, Mm -hmm. they taught us a lot of this stuff. They taught, you know, and then and then and then after the genocide, when we're now in the diaspora, we're pushed into worlds that also perpetuate that idea of women uh, not being, you know, the preferred child to have, especially as a first child, too. I know that Mm -hmm. that was a big deal. So we're just, mm-hmm. I think we're just agreeing. Wouldn't you agree? We, we have room to work on that. I think so. I think we as a culture, we have, you know, room to work on a lot of things. For example, I, I think we need to have standards. Um, you know, what, what do we accept as a culture? What is it acceptable 
to us as Armenians. Is it really acceptable for a person who has been imprisoned, for example, for a, a group rape, to be at the government right now asking to be, uh, you know, asking to, to be prime minister? Exactly. Is that, that acceptable for us not, as it, a nation? And it shouldn't be. And it's completely yeah. disempowering to the women around that space that hear it. It's completely right. it's disempowering to anyone. It, it is just a shame as a culture. We should not have that. You know, it should not be, it, it should not even be okay for him to even be in a position where he can lead anyone, period. It, it's, you know, we cannot accept that. Things we need to come up with as a culture and, and sort of understand what can yes. we accept. And not even just as a culture, but, you know, around the world. Like, you know, we needed to have a standard for a president that, you know, that, that ended up getting voted in that told everybody that in order to control a woman, he, you needed to grab their body part. Like, it's not right. just Armenian culture, but for our exactly. sake today, you know, right. we're all about empowering the Armenian woman. So we're, no, sticking, I to that. we're sticking to our story. <laughs> yes. But I think all of this does filter out. Don't you think like, you know, everything you hear about in the world is absorbed and we're connected in so many ways. So, of course. so yes, let's be the leaders of, let's be empowered and and give ourselves some standards to live by here so you know, even if you're going to be an empowered armenian man you need to lose that old world you know way of well i can just get away with murder and still become your prime minister no 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 no, no. i hope this was i really truly hope it was not it, it never you know history was accepting so i accepted something old or new or you know I don't, it just should not be accepted any world. But talking about Armenian, you know, empowering Armenian women, um, Jackie, I want to go for a second to talk about uh, talk about teenagers. And today, uh, as of now, we're sort of concentrated on you know families from Artsakh. We're concentrated on soldiers. We're concentrated on you know a lot of problems in Armenia, and it's not our fault because there's so much right now is going on. But we're not concentrating on one of the most fragile, you know, group of mm -hmm. our society and those yep. teenagers, basically uh, next in line to be adults, right? And control our, our, uh, I'm sorry, our country. I agree. I so, agree. I just saw a group of pre-teenagers that were interviewed. Mm -hmm. Maybe you saw that too. And information is coming at us every day, right? From Armenia right. since uh, the war's end. But uh, they were talking about how they do not want to go to the army. These are, they looked like they were boys anywhere between the ages of 10 and 13. And they said, absolutely not. We love our country, but we don't want to go to war. And so now we're looking at building up and beefing up uh, the military and who's going to fight. These guys don't want to lose their limbs and lose their lives. I mean, you know? they don't exactly. They don't. But also, as I want us to for a second uh, to go back to, you know, maybe talk about 14, 15, 16 years old kids, yeah. daughter, you know, girls mostly, yes. yes, who have the, you know, sort of the responsibility upon their shoulders to take care of their mothers, to take mm -hmm. care of, um, mm -hmm. you know, mothers who lost kids basically to walk, you know. These yeah. kids, they go to funeral almost on a weekly basis. <sighs> These girls, you know, pick so up. Hard. Exactly. They pick up after their, uh, you know, broken mothers, grandmothers uh, every single day in their lives. They, uh, they lost, you know, um, brothers. They lost lovers. They, they lost a lot. These yeah. kids are walking next to death right now. And we're not sort of paying attention on them. And we should because they are the women in line, next in line. They are the mothers who are going to raise kids. They have to be healthy. They have to stay healthy. I think this is so important. And I know that there are, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to educate. I know that there are a couple of organizations that are trying to help educate the youth. And, you know, we have these two-month boxes, I think they're called, for the teenagers but yes, I do feel like we're kind of missing the boat on the Armenian woman teenager who's now got 
uh, way more duties in the house exactly. due to the grieving. It's expected, right? They, expected. they grow up 10,000 times faster than they should have. And, and that's what my company is concentrating right now. Uh, mm. So I, uh, with the help of an, a very kind client of mine, um, an Armenian woman who has a good position in the United States, we came up with an idea. We need to concentrate on actually uh, a teenager, Armenian girl teenager mostly. So what we do is we we uh, put together goodie bags, but they're not your regular goodie bags. You know, they're not gifts of okay. things. Okay. What they are, they're supplies, they're materials, they're supplies, they're tools to start learning crafts work. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. Yes. Okay. So that's what we're doing. Then with the, with the group, uh, I mean, sorry, with the uh, a goodie bag, they have uh, one session, one hour, you know, session with our artisan, professional master artisan to learn. And also they have a promise from our company. If they can make something presentable, we can sell and we can give the money and more supplies to create business for them, to keep them busy. Oh my gosh, you know, this so cool. So that's what we do. And, you know, uh, it's on our website. It's extremely affordable price. It's $11 a goodie bag. Um, oh, that's great. Is this on your yeah. Etsy uh, it's, website? Yeah. Okay, great. It's on our Etsy. So I just say, you know, goodie bag for an Armenian child. And it is. So we have, we actually managed to do 41 goodie bags for the Christmas and for New Year's because Christmas and New Year's, everything was canceled for them. They didn't celebrate right. anything. So it was a nice thing. A, a beginning, a new beginning, a new hope for I them. I was worried about you that, know? about the not celebrating part. I mean, Lucina, right. you know, I know that <clears throat> Um, as a teacher of Armenian students for so many years, I remember when there was a death in the family, just one mm -hmm. death in the family, that was it. Christmas was not a holiday. They were going right. to celebrate, whether it was American Christmas or Armenian Christmas, mm -hmm. they weren't celebrating. It made me so sad. I mean, my students were teenagers. My boy is almost mm -hmm. a teenager now. He's almost 13. I can't even imagine not celebrating. And to be honest yeah. with you, I understand the feeling that the adults have in not wanting to celebrate. And I certainly didn't. I, I, there were things I didn't celebrate this year. Like we didn't send out our regular family cards that I usually mm -hmm. send. I said, no, I, my country just fell apart. <laughs> and I'm right. not feeling up to it. You know, I'm not feeling like making money for Shutterfly right now, uh, right. you know, just to produce a card. I, I just want to concentrate all of my energies on, you know, helping Armenians and especially young Armenians. Right. Tell us how, okay, so I love that you mentioned that goodie bag. So that's, mm -hmm. that's one way we can help concentrate mm -hmm. on uh, the teen teenage girl. What else can we do? Well, uh, we can always, you know, for example, if you go and then you said, yeah, you know what, I don't feel like doing right now the goodie bag or it's just it's COVID. People are having, you know, financially, you know, we're not in the best place. You can always go around your home and find out if you have any craft materials, yarn, uh, you know, yarn is a big thing. By the way, thank you so much for the yarn. Uh, the yarn is one I have of a the... few more. I still have a few more in my. <laughs> People are collecting it for me too. They're like, "You need yarn." I heard you need yarn. You I said, yes. okay, yes, yes, take it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know, buttons. You know, yarn buttons. I don't know, like craft materials for um, uh, wood making, painting, okay. polymer okay. clay. Anything you can go, even if your kids, you, you purchase, I've done this so much for my, I am embarrassed of doing this, but I have purchased so many craft materials for my kids and they're not using it. Oh, and then I yeah. thought, you know what, yeah. you're not using it. It's going to go to Armenia because there's mm -hmm. someone else is going to use it. It is, it's, it's the way of helping by creating hope, keeping their dignity in, in many levels mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, literally creating a business for them and i have um, actually will send you some pictures if you like 
there was a class that just happened in one of the villages, uh, 15, 17, and one of them was, um, I think, 18 years old girls got together with our goodie bags and make, um, and they made uh, little crochet. Uh, I think it was the handbag, you know, where you put your potatoes in. The, oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that yeah. sort of thing, grocery bag. Okay. And, uh, you know, and coasters and stuff like this. It was the first time they got the session. They know how to do it. You know, the problem with Armenia right now is yarn because they're they're not getting it from Turkey anymore. They used to get it from Turkey. They used to get it from, you know, surrounding countries, but Turkey mostly. Right. So, right. Uh, and we're China, definitely not doing that anymore. We're not we doing not, that. No, not I even actually, if they're allowing it, forget it. Exactly. Well, I actually, we had um, my yarn that you know I used to purchase for my artisans. Uh, it goes from Denmark, so we, I purchased yarn because it's cheaper from Denmark, and then I send it to them. This is for to you know make stuff and actually sell. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for the children, you know, it can be used for right now. Why not? Let them practice on it. Let them right. learn. Uh, and, of course, when we start the moment we start putting their items online, it's going to be at very, very cheaper price because they're students. They're just learning. It's for them to to give that kickstart, but also right. make them feel like, wow, we can do it, you know? So, so cool, yeah. isn't it? I mean, this is really awesome. I think... You know, it can only, it only gets better from here, but I think I you're so. right. If we, if, well, it, it has to, it can only get better. I mean, but, but what I'm, I guess what I'm really excited about is your business was organically grown from your own feeling as a 14 year old girl, you know, and then you know, wanting to help your, what, what a great way to help the community. I mean, we, we couldn't predict that COVID was going to, we couldn't predict that another war was going to happen against us. And, and what a great opportunity for people to right now buy Armenian products, support your artisans, empower Mm -hmm. an Armenian woman Okay. Exactly. And stay connected by thinking about the, you know, the teenage girl that needs it so much right now. These are wonderful, wonderful things that will empower them. Yeah. And, and, you know, I was one of the first companies or, you know, like a little group, I guess I was, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't call myself a company because I'm always, you know, alone in this, uh, in administrative work, but, um, you know, I was one of the first ones who kept screaming, we should buy Armenian. Mm-hmm. We should always mm-hmm. buy Armenian. We mm-hmm. need to inject money to Armenia, but through work. We need to, you know, start moving the economy in a more meaningful way. Does that make sense? Absolutely. We, it's we, so we need... inspiring to me. Honestly, I have some ideas, too, that I'm going to be sharing with you offline about but I do I have my ideas too I think anything we think of that can help our people grow and thrive right now especially women I don't I don't think we're doing anything but a major service to ourselves and to them you know this is a win-win for everyone we are born into this race at this it's not a race but you know we're born into our unique culture and yeah we've suffered but we can now move forward and ahead with with businesses like yours and we need to do it in the right way we cannot just i always um tell that few of my you know friends uh we can't just send money and then go and feel better ourselves just because we send you know money it doesn't matter how much money because that's not going to help Mm. what's going Mm. to help armenians are extremely smart extremely proudful proud in a good sense in a sense where you know what yes. i can do it on my own i can take care of myself all yes. you have to do is create an opportunity or give me an opportunity you have no idea jackie i have i have doctor in my group a doctor i have an engineer in my group mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. went through schooling most of their lives and they don't have jobs yeah. this is not their yeah. fault this is not no. their fault. This is the country's no. fault. This is something that, you know, we need to get together and fix. Yes, but this is not their their fault. And then well, this and is I what they do. 
I don't want our listeners to think that feeding money to them right now isn't important. We, Armenia does need money and they need it. Oh, of they course. need it like yesterday. We, it, we, we, haven't, we yeah. haven't done it enough. We haven't done enough. It's been on my smile account all these years I've been using Amazon, for example. Exactly. And I, and I didn't add, why didn't I add Armenia fund? You know what I mean? Like I, I'm just thinking aloud that, we needed to do this yesterday. So it's not that right. you're saying money isn't going to help. Oh, no, money help. right now, money is important because we yeah. have so many soldiers, because we have so many dislocated families. We have a lot of things. I'm talking about sustainable plan. I'm talking about yes, plan. a long term, long term, long term yeah. where it will be sustainable, will it will yeah. start the economy growing. You know, I'm not talking about immediate help. Yes, our country right. needs immediate help right now we cannot mm-hmm. waste time of thinking about like oh you know what i'm gonna create a you know i don't know um a prof- i don't know a, a master out of you know this student for in three for this no i'm not talking about that but for for a second in this mess but i'm also not talking about uh, what i'm not talking i guess about is cutting off money uh, have nothing to do with that i don't want to get involved in that because i know mm-hmm. that diaspora is doing an amazing job of taking care of the immediate problems you know our wounded soldiers and so on we are now we are now <laughs> i wish we were doing more before exactly but, we are now. but think about if we had a mentality for example now now after the war only after the war we have a group on facebook called by armenian why didn't we have that before yeah. Why didn't yeah. you think of that before? Because we were you know. busy. Look, we were busy. By by the way, by Armenian is a is a page that inspired me to do this advert. This is how we met. This, this is how we how met. I exactly. Met. I t- I told them. I said, I want to advertise your business. We do. We need to focus on Armenia. We need to buy Armenian. Exactly. It is. Yeah. You're right. But the reason why it wasn't before, I'll tell you why. I think it's because. We were so busy running around being very good Americans, being very good diasporans. We were focusing on ourselves. We are, after all, a self-centered, you know, uh, people too. Armenians, let's face it, we're self-centered. We have that in us. You know, think about ourselves first and then move on. Well, Uh, one of the... (laughs) I always... always One of the things that I think we can agree on is uh, we don't look into the future you know long enough yeah, we're right. not yes. we're not yes. good planners in that sense mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. we can i mean that's one of the issues you know that actually you know we are sort of you know living in all these countries that they don't like us and this was a possibility for us right and we right. didn't think of that until it came and now what i'm proposing is uh teenagers teenage teenage girls in three, four, five years, they're going to be mothers. They're going to be yes. young well, ladies. Young ladies. Yep. They're going to mm-hmm. be some in government, some in school, some keep them mentally healthy. Right yes. now, we need to keep them healthy, inspired. We need to give them hope. So I'm looking, I'm looking about, you know, I'm thinking about what kind of a future we're going to have in five, six years and how mm-hmm. can we help for that future to be uh, to be the positive one that's what we want because you don't want uh, you know if you don't we don't want some you know like uh bitten mm-hmm. up by yeah. by life you know women who, right who are so they just don't know what's going on they just the only yeah. thing they know is you know uh i don't know how immediate survival survival or, skills we, yeah. yeah exactly we want them yeah. to have a brighter future in their minds and that's important and I think, well, and we definitely want them in the government house because we certainly don't have enough women in that house. And I'm getting tired of seeing pictures mm-hmm. of our government tables filled with men continually, mm-hmm. day after day after day. So yeah, so any way we can encourage them um, would be a positive, right? Would you say that any way we can encourage our 14, 15, 16-year-old girls in Armenia right now? Anyway, um, whether yeah. education, whether, you know, spending time with them, talking to them. I was talking to one of the teenagers uh, actually about two weeks ago that uh, I got her. Uh, she's my youngest artisan, actually. 
Uh, so she sold about two headbands now. So she's very happy about that from village. And I was talking to her. Uh, the moment when I was talking to her, she was so sort of, she looked at the death of, as if it's a regular thing. Yes, mm. it's a part of life, mm. but it should not mm -hmm. be so, you should not talk about it so uh, disturbingly calm. Does that yeah. make sense? Where it's sort of yeah. part of, sure. you know. It's becoming normalized. Exactly. She's, she's normalizing that reality and and that's what's really hard and I think that all all of this is going to help uh uplift and let's so I'm so I'm going to ask everyone to take your advice here and we need to we need to shift and focus on our Armenian teenage girls would you say that as we wrap up would would that be the the best advice here on how to help Armenian women move forward yeah. right now? If you concentrate, uh, if you concentrate, this is what we're talking about, Armenian women and empowering Armenian women, creating opportunities. Okay. I would say, you know, we as a group, we, uh, we as people should also not forget about our teenage girls and think about okay. what they're going through right now. Yes, they didn't go to war. Yes, they didn't go through, you know, as much as their peers, you know, in terms of uh, males did, you know, boys yes. did. Yes. But uh, the way they're taking it, what's happening to them is mm -hmm. extremely sad, disturbing. Yeah. They're taking it all in. They're taking that's that's what they're doing and that's not really necessarily hard actually I heard a case, yeah. I had a suicide case. I heard a suicide trial. Uh, you know, this young teenager, but they're not necessarily taking, they're taking it other ways, you know, um, mm -hmm. but, but they need help. In If you're thinking about future Armenian women, I like mm -hmm. us to start thinking about now teenagers, because that's our future. Okay. That's what we need to do. That is exactly what we need to do. Yeah. Focus on our teenagers. If anyone's listening in the <laughs> mental health field, right? Because we have a lot of mental health professionals that have these Zooms and wonderful meetings for all of us here. But maybe we need to start uh, expanding out to our teenage girls in Armenia. Let's let them know that we care. Exactly. And, Only if we can uh, manage. Of course, we don't want them to, you know, compromise any funding for immediate. Does that make sense? you know, soldier of course, funding of course. or, you know, anything. We, like we have so much. There's so much room to to, to to go there. But you know what? I want to talk again. We're running out of time. Of but course. you know what, Lucina? I want, we need to do this one more time, like to follow up. I'd like to know as things move on mm -hmm. um, with, uh, with your artisans, let's follow up. Let's see what else we could do. Maybe we want to do this once a month. <laughs> Okay. If, if if you're okay with that, I'd love to. Your audience will be sick and, and tired of that. me, but <laughs> I don't know if I can get sick and tired of you. And no, 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 not with this necklace, not with this beautiful necklace, too. My goodness, just gorgeous. I'm so glad you. It's, it's it. inspiring me, by the way, to do my own art. I, I, it's the first time. You know, they say that a bad experience mm -hmm. uh, brings out something good, and. The war mm -hmm. actually brought me to a place where I'm doing art with my son now. We never did that. We never sat down and painted, but sometimes we sit down and paint and other times we sit down and we, mm -hmm. uh, you know, cut and paste and draw. And it's just been really, really, really good for us. Yeah, I mean, so, some people think that, you know, hardship like this is a beauty itself you know it brings out another part of us right it's just, we grow in this you know yeah um, absolutely and that's that's what happens i um if you ever purchase anything this is to your audience from armenia of course you know know that you will i mean i want them to know that they will get not only the product but so much love that goes into it. Mm. Much oh. that goes into yes. it. I have non-Armenian clients that they come back to. In her, one of the most amazing clients, she came back from rabbits, you know, crocheted rabbits and stuff like that. Okay. And for the for the other, um, I, I sold her the girl one. She came back for a boy to make it a couple, and she said, <laughs> she just said when I. Hold the rabbit. It feels like it's telling me a story. 
And mm. she had no idea about Armenia. I love that. And then I said, wow, it's telling you 7,000 year old story. That's what it's telling yeah. you because love it. I love it. It's like putting a shell to your ear. You know how you can, you're supposed to be able to hear the ocean in the shell. Well, so holding an Armenian product can give you that same feeling, right? Yeah, you can imagine a lot of things. Trust me, you could never imagine. It's not the same as getting anything from China, from this you know this i don't know even well, from- i don't think we're gonna be getting anything from china anymore anyway <laughs> hopefully I think- not i i don't know for six years i haven't purchased anything that i can avoid from amazon from china my my christmas tree is full of armenian um, ornaments so handmade ornaments wonderful and, wonderful yes and, we're moving and, in a better direction for sure i think we should we're do it together moving. we should stick it together we should not allow anything to get between us and we should sort of we women um we should we should get together to empower each other and create opportunities for each other real opportunities seriously that's our theme right. that's our theme stay unified and you know, Support and the most important thing, women. listen, listen to other women who live in Armenia. Sometimes that's all they need. Just, just be mm-hmm. that ear. Just, just a listening listen. ear. Just, just be there. You don't have to do much. Sometimes pick up the phone and call someone that, you know, I'm sure Armenians are listening to us. But sometimes if you sure. think of someone from your childhood, from your, from someone that you know, just pick up mm-hmm. the phone and talk to them. You know, give them a call. Give them a call. Sure. It doesn't have to be money. It doesn't have to be tangible. That's all they need. Trust me, I work with sixty-five women. Sixty-five. Wonderful. You you know what? This has been so nice to talk to you. you. I'm looking forward to to our next show already. And I don't know. I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to make a date for for next month. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, Lucina, thank, thank you. you. So much. Thank you for this opportunity. I, oh, it's my pleasure. And so everyone go to Armenia Handmade and please purchase something. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. So, and can I just, oh, just a little bit how they, yeah, yeah. so all they have to do is just uh, type handmade in Armenia on Etsy. That's a shop. Hand, okay. Handmade in Armenia. In Armenia yeah, as simple as, on yes, Etsy. that's it. Great. And then it will Great. bring our shop. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you so Thank much, you. Lucina John. We'll talk again. We'll talk again soon. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye-bye.